episode of All You Need to Know is brought to you by Union Bank of India. Good people to bank with. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the All You Need to Know podcast and I'm Alex Matthew. Over the next few minutes, we'll take you through everything that you need to know at the start of your day so that you can start ahead of the curve. Today is the 1st of December. The big story this morning heading into trade has to be India's GDP print for the second quarter. India's economy grew much faster than anticipated, driven by manufacturing and the government's spending push ahead of an election year. The GDP grew 7.6% in the quarter ended September, only marginally lower than the pace that was achieved in the first quarter. GVA, or gross value added, which strips out indirect taxes and subsidies, is estimated to have grown 7.4%. Both GDP and GVA growth were pegged at 6.8% based on the consensus estimates of 41 economists polled by Bloomberg. Manufacturing was the dark horse, registering a growth of nearly 14%. Agriculture, on the other hand, only grew 1.2% in the second quarter and that lower growth is a bit of a concern when you contemplate consumption and rural demand. Now, sticking with news on the economy, the government's fiscal deficit touched 45% of the full-year target for the period between April and October in the current financial year. That's according to data from the Controller General of Accounts. The fiscal deficit was slightly less than the 45.6% recorded in the year-ago period. In the other major news from back home, counting begins in the assembly elections in five states where polling was concluded yesterday. The results will be out on Sunday. Exit polls suggest a victory for the BJP in Madhya Pradesh. And meanwhile, the Congress is expected to win majority in Chhattisgarh and Telangana. Rajasthan is seen as a closely fought contest. Don't forget to check out the website over the course of the day and also the weekend to get the latest news on the counting and the outcome of the elections. Crude prices have fallen this morning, and that's despite a surprise oil production cut that was announced yesterday by the OPEC Plus. And uh, that's because traders are skeptical at this point amid a lack of clarity about how those cuts will be implemented. The alliance met yesterday and decided on the cutback at an online gathering, but its final statement made no reference to the cuts. In separate statements, Saudi Arabia pledged to continue its unilateral 1 million barrel per day cut into the first quarter, while other countries like Russia and Kuwait published details of their individual reductions. The uncertainty has led some to believe that the new plan of expanding cuts by 1 million barrels per day will only be carried out by half. Brent crude is at under $81 to the barrel this morning, having had a bit of a volatile ride this week. In corporate news, Dixon Technologies has kicked off a smartphone manufacturing for Xiaomi Corp's Indian arm at its Noida plant with the aim of exporting 30% of the total capacity being produced there over the next two to three years. And India has accorded an initial approval to defense acquisition projects worth 2.23 lakh crore rupees that included procurement of 97 Tejas light combat aircraft and 156 Prachand combat helicopters in a major move to significantly enhance the combat capabilities of the armed forces. This was along expected lines and you saw some of the defense stocks rise in trade yesterday in anticipation of the announcement.
In international markets, U.S. stocks gained with the Dow rising a sharp 1.5% as expectations firm that the Fed is done with its rate hikes. The S&P 500, meanwhile, rose a more modest 0.4% and the Nasdaq declined 0.2% on profit-taking in tech stocks. In the Asia-Pacific region, the three early rises have started with cuts. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was flat, while the other two early rises had deeper cuts last I checked. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Will the GDP surprise be a shot in the arm for the Indian equity markets? Well, Alex, uh, exit polls are probably the key ones, but I must say all the other aspects also helping the markets uh, in the session today. Exit polls, the GDP data that has come out, uh, look at oil, and it's extended the drop after the voluntary OPEC plus cuts and the skepticism mounting there. So forces have aligned despite the fact that we've done really well in the recent past. The point only being that uh, the exit polls certainly remain the principal draw. You know, uh, we, we say that the markets know best and the way the markets have reacted day before yesterday seemed to suggest the markets took it into their confidence that uh, things are not going to be awry on any of these fronts uh, for equities per se. Um, just, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll refrain from comments on the exit polls per se because it's better to talk about them once the results are out on Sunday, but it does seem that the Hindi heartland, if the exit polls are to be believed, it does seem that the Hindi heartland will see the equation of the ruling party being continuing well. And that augurs well from the expectations of continuity that the market has. So. That's one thing to monitor. The second part is manufacturing uh, and how it is making its presence felt in GDP. Remember, as per um, uh, a perspective given, Indian GDP size, $450 billion, China is $5,000 billion. Even if some piece of that were to move to India, imagine the kind of uptake that comes into India manufacturing. So not surprised that manufacturing is taking center stage, even when the GDP data is coming out. Uh, but uh, macro aside, a clutch of stocks in focus today, and we should focus on some of these stocks because they will be very, very active. Uh, Kesaram Industries, which has been in an upper circuit for the last few days, might continue to move higher because Altratec has announced its acquisition of the cement unit of Kesaram, which values Kesaram at about 173 rupees per share versus 139 currently. A deal done at the EV pattern of sub hundred dollars. So it's positive for Ultratech, positive for Kesoram. Suspect that Kesoram will continue to move higher. So watch out for that one. Watch out for Whirlpool. It may actually start off lower because Whirlpool Corp has announced its intent to sell up to 24% stake in the company in 2024 and will use the transaction proceeds to reduce debt levels. Uh, this will impact the stock of Whirlpool, no doubt, even if the deal is not necessarily happening today. So watch out for Whirlpool India today. Defense stocks, including HAL, remain in focus. We broke this story yesterday at around 2.30 levels, if I'm not, 2.30 time, if I'm not wrong, 2.30 p.m. But the initial approval for defense acquisition projects worth 2.23 lakh crores has come in, 98% of which will be sourced from the domestic industries. A big shot in the arm for defense. While we're talking about the stocks having run up, just the outlay of orders coming in and will be executed over the next few years make defense a sector that will look dramatically different in this decade versus the previous one. 
couple of order wins NG Infra, NHA order for construction of highway worth 1300 crores. Uh, so that could be a shot in the arm for this stock. And ITD Cementation has bagged a 1,000 crore order for civil and hydromechanical work in Andhra Pradesh. So that is to be watched out for. Some delivery-based buying, serious delivery-based buying was seen in stocks like India Cements yesterday. Watch out for India and Orient Cements as well in the session today on the back of the Kesuram deal or a Supreme Industries, which saw a 7.5% uptick on massive volume uptick as well. Uh, delivery shares mark for delivery were 16 times the one-month average, or a Gokal Das Exports or NBCC. So these are a few that we should be monitoring in the session today. Well, Alex, uh, the list can be very long, So, but these are the main ones, uh, and the markets look staged for primed for a decent Friday. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend. This episode of All You Need to Know is brought to you by Union Bank of India. Good people to bank with.